Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to today's episode of Everyday Perspectives. I'm Erin Panzarella, the host of the show, and I am so grateful that you are tuning in today. On Everyday Perspectives, I unpack what it means to be a soul having a human experience. I've been on an active spiritual and self-improvement journey for years now, and during this time, I've encountered and integrated many tools, practices, and modalities that continually help me shift from feeling like a victim into an empowered co-creator with the universe. Every Tuesday, I open up space for my spirit guides and discuss topics that come up in daily life, like relationships, careers, emotions, body image, plus less talked about daily experiences, like recurring thoughts and limiting beliefs, channeling, connecting to your intuition, galactic and other realms and entities, and unpack them in a human and spiritual way. I also throw in some Akashic Record readings for the collective from time to time. On some Thursdays, we have guests that are also dedicated to doing the work and stepping into their power. They share their own tips and processes that have helped them shift and live with more purpose and joy. I am so passionate about sharing these different perspectives and tools because they have changed my life in every way. I know if I can change my experience, you can too. Thanks again for being here and let's get into it. Life is funny. (laughs) It is truly so amazing on how we can feel completely different and the whole range of emotions in a single day. I have moved through (laughs) like deep, deep gratitude and like crying from gratitude to crying of grief to crying of anger to crying of happiness crying of like frustration oh my god I have been through all of it today and it is only five o'clock p.m. (laughs) Um, I really have had such a beautiful day so far I slept in a little bit. It is Sunday. I practice some yoga, which I'm so excited that I am like reintroducing yoga back into my life. Um, I really was very consistent with yoga in a lot of different times. Like, you know how you go through phases of when you're really consistent and then phases when you're not at all. But recently I haven't practiced at all. And in the last week or two, I've practiced way more than I have probably in the whole year before that. So it's feeling really nice to return to that practice. And I'm definitely seeing the positive changes in my body. My, uh, my like calves are way less tight, which was really an issue for me. Um, I had tried to run like last month and the month before and my calves were just killing me. So I decided to not do that because I don't want to be in pain and force myself through to do something. But practicing yoga has really helped. Also taking iron has really helped because that was recommended to me. So I'm just seeing a lot of things line up with my body because of action that I'm taking, things that I'm doing to take care of myself, and how my own capabilities of connecting to my emotions, connecting um, inward, has really been amplified 
because of the deep mind body soul connection i know so so deeply how paramount that connection is and how when i am feeling off in one area the others start to go off and when i return back into a state of homeostasis and balance within my body on um, the other two follow suit and it really just when one is off the others are when i'm on in my body physically um i definitely feel more clear mentally emotionally and not even in terms of feeling a certain way emotionally like i'm not saying that i feel like amazing all the time while i do feel a lot better but i'm a way less judgmental of the emotional state which is what i'm experiencing what i've experienced today is i kind of just let myself be in every single emotion that was coming up and it truly did pass through completely like i was feeling so oh my god this morning i felt so grateful i was like so proud of myself and all that i had done at this point um in yoga if you practice you probably know pigeon pose but it just releases so much in the hips and they say that the hips are tied to your emotional centers and i just released so much emotion i was feeling this intense gratitude for how far i've come and i was seeing myself through this compassionate lens something that is very difficult for me at times i'm usually very hard on myself and thinking uh, why aren't i doing better and i like hold myself to this almost impossible standard and i always can reflect on it and will say that i fall short of the standard that i put on because i know i'm capable of so much but truthfully i'm not allowing myself to be human in many ways but when I allow that, like I did today, through connection to the body, through connection to my own heart, I was able to really see how far I have come, how far I still have to go, but really just feeling so much pride in myself, which is a really beautiful feeling because it's not one that I am necessarily used to you know i'm very used to being critical of myself but not feeling that immense pride for myself and being really proud of how far i've come so if you can relate to this i want you to take a moment to just really be proud you're here you're doing it and life can be really hard and we can feel like we have no idea what's going on but the truth is we're all winging life there is no right way to do it and we're all just figuring things out as we go we're figuring things out and really navigating when things come our way and we're, you know, doing this thing. So it's, it can be really hard at times. So I want you to give yourself a lot of grace in this moment because I felt what it like was like to give myself grace in a very real way this morning. And it was just a very, very beautiful breath of fresh air. And then I actually went outside for a walk into fresh air and I was crying basically the whole walk. I was feeling very connected to nature, but then also in my mind. And it was kind of like this back and forth between very deep connection to the soul and then very deep connection to the human and getting very um, caught up in the mind, caught up in things that were coming on. And then I 
got very clear and my dad had come through on this walk which was really beautiful but it was just like so much of the epitome of the human soul experience that we came here to have in a very short amount of time and I feel like that's really what this day has been for me it's just really being present with the human and soul experience and being aware of it as well it's very very fascinating and I love when days like this come up because they feel very grounded in my truth and even though all these emotional things are coming up and all these ways are coming up I never felt like I was wrong for feeling them I always felt like this is just what's coming up for me right now and being able to do that has is showing me again the amount of healing I've done and the amount of work that I've done to be able to get here in this moment where I allow myself to just be so if you want to just join me in allowing yourself to be right here, right now, and close down the eyes, if that's available for you, tuning into the body, watching the inhales and the exhales, seeing what comes up for you right now, without judgment, just noticing. Noticing if there's any sounds, any sensations, any emotions. And letting them be. Letting yourself just be here now and to cleanse the energy let's take three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth we'll do the first one together and then you can do the other two at your own pace and when you're done just return back to your natural breath so together breathing in through the nose and letting it out the mouth. Two more times. Keeping the eyes closed while I open up the space for my guides to come through. Masters. Teachers, loved ones, guardians of light, I ask you to come through with whatever messages want to come through today. I'm so grateful to you and for your messages. I ask that anything that comes through comes through kindly, clearly, and in highest good of all who are listening. I thank you for your guidance. I thank you for your wisdom. I am open. I am willing. And I am grateful. What does it mean to be open? What does it mean 
to be open. It means to allow whatever is unfolding without resentment, without resistance, without forcing or pressure. There are very few times in my life that I am truly open. I can be open-minded. I am very open-minded in many ways. I can also be very open-hearted and I am open-hearted in many ways. There's something beautiful about openness. I'm immediately brought to thinking about human design and our open centers where these are centers in which are not defined in human design. That means that it is where we are open to so much influence of the external. And often we can look at that as something that is negative. So for me personally, I'll think about it where I'm very open to being swayed by other people's opinions of me. I can get very caught up in the mind about other people and what they want from me and I can get very fixated in the mind with my thoughts of how I'm letting people down if I'm not making the decisions that they want me to make or I can I can get very caught up with my open head but being open in human design is not a bad thing at all. It is where we have the most lessons to learn. And I find that really beautiful as a metaphor for being open, especially when thinking about being open to opinions that are not the same as you. I would like to say that I am very open-minded in that I can hear someone else's opinion and not judge them. I can be very open-minded spiritually. I can be very open-minded in a lot of different realms and want to hear other people's opinions without getting fixated on what it means about them. And I want to be more like that because I'm realizing especially in today's environment, that there have been many ways in which I am closed off. And I think it's really important to be very honest with yourself about where are the places are you perceiving yourself to be one way, but you're actually not that way. And I would say that the open-mindedness comes to mind for me personally because there are a lot of things that I have strong opinions on. And if someone does not agree with me there... I will definitely judge them in a certain way. And that is the opposite, I think, of open-mindedness. And even though I will not um, change my interactions with them based on it in a lot of ways, I will for sure, like I said, judge them for it. And I'm not, I wouldn't typically call myself very judgmental, but there are a lot of ways and then I've realized that I'm more judgmental than I thought. 
and being honest again and going within and really seeing where do I have these judgments about people? And really what it comes down to is where do I judge myself? And I think it's really interesting because keeping on the idea of open-mindedness is any place that I am not open-minded is a place in which I fear. It's a place in which I fear. So when someone thinks differently from me, if I don't fear that different thought, if I don't fear that different opinion from someone else, then I'm like very much open to having a conversation about it. You know, I'm very much open to hearing their point of view. I'm very much open to seeing their perspective and not wanting to change their perspective because there's no agenda on my part. You know, there's no, there's nothing that I want out of the conversation besides to have a very interesting conversation about something that I'm really wanting to learn from them without any sort of judgments. But when I have a strong opinion about something and I'm in a conversation and I hear that someone thinks differently than I, I do and my fear mode gets activated, something about their opinion scares me, then I am no longer open to having a conversation. I am open to trying to get my point across in the way that I want them to think that I am right and kind of change their point of view, which is very... <laughs> very much I think the environment that we live in and I think that it's really important to be honest with ourselves and seeing where do we do that in our lives where are we closed-minded in the way that we are unwilling to accept someone else's point of view that differs from us and that we can have a conversation about it but we're trying to change their point of view about it and I really this ties into so much in society, collectively, in myself, for sure. But every time I'm now in a situation that I feel that fear response or I feel like this closing, I can revert back to, am I open and check in? Because if I'm not, then there is something within me that I need to investigate. We can for sure operate in a world where everyone thinks differently and we all respect each other. Which I think is really, really important, especially now. And I, it's just so interesting to see the trajectory of people believing that just because you have a difference of opinion that you're arguing. And I'm the same way. I'm definitely like that as well. And I really wanted to focus on the word openness when I said I am, I am open to receive because there are many places in my life that I'm not open to receive. And my openness, my open-mindedness, my openness for letting people in is directly related to my openness to receive from the universe. There is a correlation between everything. Nothing happens in a vacuum. Nothing is random in, in my realm of thinking. I don't believe in coincidences. And I believe that everything is connected. 
like I was talking about before, the mind-body-soul connection. So when I am unwilling to see someone else's perspective, I am actually closing myself off to abundance. And I wouldn't necessarily get there had I not investigated this. I wouldn't necessarily understand that when I'm very close-minded, I am blocking resources coming to me. And this also ties back into the open head center in human design because so much about the open head center is about letting ideas come in from the outside world, from that outside influence. And you being able to respond to those outside things. So it doesn't mean necessarily coming from an internal, like you're not making something up in your mind. It's really bringing things from the external world internally and then creating magic, alchemizing it into something that is tangible and that you can communicate to the, the outside world. Responding back, which is such an amazing thing. So every time I go for a walk, this is like, really, really key. I have been told time and time again that it activates my ability to receive so much, especially with my open head center in human design, because I am constantly bringing in the external into my own mind, which I can then translate it, alchemize it. And then that's where a lot of my creativity comes from. A lot of people especially with defined head centers, they have this internal source of thought. So they can come up with things kind of on a whim. It will come to them. But for me personally, especially with my creations, it's always prompted by something. And it can be really interesting to dissect that because in a lot of ways, I will completely respond or I'll speak about something because someone else prompted it in my life. It's someone else said something or I saw something and then I will internalize it and have my own creation come through me. And then other people can look at me and say like, oh, you copied me or something. But that's really not my truth. It's that I internalize information from the outside world, alchemize it internally, and then it takes on a mind of its own with its own creation. And it's been really interesting for me to understand that as well, because I don't ever want people to think that I'm taking something from them because that's not my truth at all. But I can see how there are certain instances where that would, that would, someone would think that. And there's so many times where I will internalize something from the outside world and create something and then not even realize what it came from. And I think that's a really beautiful thing and it can also be very challenging at times, but I have come to the conclusion that I don't own anything. I don't even own my ideas. I don't even attach to my own creations. If someone were to come and create something based on something that I created, I would say, oh, great, thank you. And if you're like directly copying and doing something, um, that's mine. I mean, having credit would be great, but I find it really interesting that we can take ownership of things that are not ours. Like our creations, what we put out into the world, 
I really feel once they leave us, they take on a mind of their own. They take on a their own body. And I really think that um, Nicola Perla, the holistic psychologist, she's really beautiful in embodying this in a really great way because she always speaks about I don't follow her religiously I actually do have her book how to do the work I haven't I haven't done the work in her book but um I really like so much of what she does she's always like take whatever you want do whatever you want share whatever you want make it your own do this and I really feel like I'm starting to understand why because she is changing the world by allowing people to be open to receive her And she is open to the fact that people are going to take what I do anyway, and they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And me resisting that is just going to cause myself pain and suffering when it doesn't need to be. My stuff is out there. I put it out there. That was my intention. And I am open to whatever comes out of that. And... She has a really good example of this is because she has been open and then she has received so much in return. Her work is known and done by millions. Like she is very well known in the self-help community and the um, therapy community. Like she coined the term like a self-healer. I mean, that's what she calls her community, but it's just she's doing a lot. And I feel like she's been able to receive a lot because she was open And she let it go. And she was not fixated. She's like, she's very open-minded about letting whatever was going to happen, going to happen. And I find that really, really powerful. And I, I, I literally have no idea how this really just unraveled into that. But she is just a really good example of someone who has been open and willing. And that is something that I am working on embodying myself because there's been so many times in my life that I have not trusted that my creations are going to be successful or that what I do matters enough to receive but that's not the right frame of mind to go about it so much power is in the creation itself like you creating and the creating itself and then the creation and whatever comes from it that's out of your hands But being so fixated on what's going to happen after your creation has been put out, that blocks you. That means you are closed to any possibility other than what you can imagine. You are closed to any other thing that doesn't go aligned with what you think should be. And that is how you block abundance. That is how you block The infinite possibilities of what could happen. And I'm seeing how I've done this in so much of my life without shame, without guilt, without feeling like I did something wrong. Because of course I did that. It's taught. It's learned. Of course I was afraid. Because other people were afraid. I saw what it meant to be afraid. What it means to be afraid. And then I embodied that. But now I have a choice. Being aware of it means that I have a choice to choose something differently. And that means we have to take action that is so completely opposite of what we're used to doing, which is super uncomfortable, but is also the best thing for you. 
and being open to whatever comes up out of you doing something differently. I have only seen beauty when I was truly open, open hearted, without leaning in fear that I'm going to be abandoned or someone's going to leave me, like allowing myself to dream and hope and love without the condition that I need to get something in return that's aligned with what I think I should be getting because that is closed-mindedness. I just want to embody what it means to be open because that means you are present with life. I am so tired of being fixated on certain outcomes, certain situations, on something going a certain way because that literally keeps me small and it keeps me in inaction. I have put off doing so many things out of fear of what would happen or if would, nothing would happen, but you never know until you do it. You never know. Keep trying, keep going, keep being open, lean into life. I'm tired of living like I have unlimited time to do what I'm passionate about because the truth is, I'm living on borrowed time right now. I have no idea when my life is going to end. So why am I going to spend another moment living not aligned with that truth? And my truth is openness. The learned behavior is that closed-minded fear. So how can I lean more into being open? How can I open my heart? Again, I'm going to bring up one of my best friends, Jess, and she asked me like, how are you gonna take care of your tender heart today? And the first thing that came up was something that actually came up in a session with um, my friend, Britt Olson. And she was saying how cacao really helps connect me and ground me to my heart, especially. So I was like, I'm gonna do cacao. So that's how I'm connecting to my heart today. That's how I'm going to be open and let myself receive is connecting to the spirit of cacao. And I'm also going to just really be tender with myself, really allow myself like I have been all day to just be where I am and not judge myself for whatever is arising. How can you be tender with yourself today? How can you honor yourself? How can you be open to what can unfold? How can you be open to life today? I'm going to pull a card. I feel like pulling a card. This is going to be from the Starseed Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. So I've actually never pulled this card before. And it's called You Got the Love. Hadarian Energy, Codependency, Boundaries. The Hadarians are believed to be beacons of pure, divine, unconditional love who see love in all people and situations. As a result, they can find it hard to have boundaried, independent, healthy relationships because they only see the unconditional nature of those they meet. The lovers of the cosmos, they dive in fast. They're here to learn how to love while in a separate body, to learn to love self first and then establish healthy relationships with others. To remember that the love they seek is already within them. That they truly do have the love all on their own. The message of this card is to review the ways you may need to establish healthier boundaries. 
Perhaps you're in a codependent relationship in which you may be losing your sense of self. It's common for starseeds to dive deep into relationships, particularly with those who feel safe and familiar at a soul level. Perhaps you're in a relationship in which you give more than you receive. Or perhaps there's a certain volatility to it and you're always unsure where you stand. This card is assigned to do a relationship review and see what energetic agreements you've made, consciously or unconsciously. To acknowledge if there are relationships in which you feel anxious or powerless. In which you don't feel like it's safe to relax and just be you. To assess if there are any places of inadequacy that you've used a relationship to soothe and cover up. Do you lose yourself in relationships? If so, how? How can you develop a deeper love for yourself? Wow. I love that and I feel like it's so connected for sure to the message of this podcast. I feel like it's really interesting that boundaries came up. These come up for me constantly. And you would think that boundaries are separate from openness, but they're not. They're actually very, very connected. And setting healthy boundaries is actually helping you lean into your openness even more. I find it really, really difficult at times to set boundaries. But when I don't set boundaries, I become very triggered. I become very closed off to other people's opinion. I mean, like very closed off to other people's ideas and conversations because I'm not honoring myself in those relationships. And then I take on their opinions. So then I close off and I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this. Oh, I don't know this. But when I set healthy boundaries with my energy, with my time, with my space, I'm actually able to meet other people where they are in a much realer way and be more open with them. You would think, like I said, that they are the opposite, but they're so connected. And I'm really happy that card came up because I definitely have have had codependent relationships in the past and I've been working very hard on it to not fall into those patterns again and I can truthfully say it has changed my life it's changed my relationships and it's changed how I respond to everyone so it's really an amazing thing so maybe this is coming up to see where can we set healthier boundaries for ourselves. where can we be open and also set those boundaries They are very connected and not at all exclusive of each other. So I I love that that card came up and I am just so grateful that you tuned in today. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would love for you to subscribe. And if you rate five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I will send you a discount code for my Akashic Records reading sessions or my Clarity Frequency Upgrade sessions. So if you are really driving with the topics in the podcast, I would love, love, love to know. And then you can DM it to me on Instagram at Erin Panzarella. If you're not on Instagram, you can email it to me at erin at erinpanzarella.com. And I will put all the ways to connect with me in the show notes. I do have a Akashic Record and Energy Healing Collective group happening on Wednesday, October 27th at 7.30. I will put the event details in the show notes as well. It is $22, but I definitely know you're going to get your money's worth and more 
It's going to be an hour and a half of Akashic Records reading and energy healing. And I have done a few energy healing collectives, which have all been really powerful, but this I feel like is going to be truly, truly magical. So if you feel called to have an Akashic Record reading, this is a great way to see what it's about, see how it's feeling. If you're unsure about booking a session, you can just get a taste of what it is here in this collective reading. So I will put that information as well in the show notes. And I hope I will see you there. It's really going to be a beautiful, beautiful night. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. 